pulled in some of the reserve today. Huh? How are we doing? Great. All right. What do we got going here? Bill, I uh, wanted to ask you about Matt Patricia. Just uh, his time in Detroit obviously was a difficult time, but um, from that experience, what what do you think he's? Uh, how has that changed him? How has it made him perhaps a better coach? I think you have to ask him that. In, from your perspective, though, as his boss, essentially, you, have you seen anything from him as one of your He did a great job when he was here, and he's done a great job in the last two years. Just one other thing on that. It's just um, obviously you had an experience as a first-time head coach and moved on from that. How, did that, how does that experience, you know, when it doesn't work out the first time as a head coach, how does that inform your decisions and make you a better coach the second time around? Uh, as a head coach? As a coordinator, as as a head coach, going forward after you, it doesn't work out as a head coach the first time. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure it's different for each person. I'm not really sure. But after you've been a head coach, you have a head coach's perspective that you don't have before you're a head coach. I'll definitely say that. But I don't know. It would be hard for me to compare my experience in Cleveland to somebody else is somewhere else on you know i don't know that the circumstances would be the same similar or totally different i mean i have no idea when you were when you were bill's defensive coordinator with the jets i mean were you very confident you were going to get another shot did you prepare yourself for being a head coach for you know the next step after that try to do a good job for um i've always tried to do a good job in the job that i'm in you know rather than chasing the next job it's my personal philosophy. <clears throat> Through four games here, Bill, how, how do you feel Matt has done with the, the responsibilities that he has offensively, you know, calling plays especially? It uh, looks like that's what he's doing on the sidelines. How have you noticed him grow in that role? Yeah, again, we talked about the entire offensive staff, so that's really what I wouldn't characterize it quite the way that you did, but that's fine. So, he, so I would say that they... I would say that, you know, like a lot of things offensively, you know, we made some improvements. Um, didn't turn the ball over as much last week. That was a step in the right direction. Still obviously have a long way to go. We need to play better in situational football. It's a lot of things we need to do better. I think we made some progress, so we'll see where we are this week. Should, just so we're getting it right, should we not be calling him the play caller? Call him wherever you want. How would you characterize it? I've already characterized it. Who is calling the offensive place? We talked about this ad nauseum. Maybe we could take maybe we could take notes this time and just say that I'm responsible for all of it, which is what I've said from day one. That's what I continue to say. There hasn't been any change in that. I'm responsible for what is called and what's done on the field. So, is that as that operation then? You know the the. Uh, collaboration that's happening there. How do you feel like that has gone through four weeks here, and how have have you all grown together? We're getting better as a team. We're not where we want to be. We've got a long way to go. There's a lot of things we need to do better. Bill, looking across the league, um, through four weeks, rushing totals, combined rushing totals, I think, are the highest uh, since 1990. I read that stat this week. What are, what are some of the factors at play? Is it a re reaction, reflection of changing personnel defensively, as you know, 
boxes have gotten lighter. What do you what do you look at a number like that and, and identify as the factors? Yeah, I'm just really familiar with the games that we played and and what our opponents have done prior to our games with them. So uh, I'm not really sure about league trends and league stats and all that. Sorry. When you look at Detroit, how have they used their running game to set up the passing game? Or vice versa? Yeah. Um, I mean, about, you know, about what you would expect. I mean, it's they build the formations. You know, they have a core group of play running plays. They complement each other. Play actions come off that. You know, primarily with the quarterback under center, they have a good sub passing or sub running game with the quarterback and the gun. So called a sub running game. Um, but they've had, you know, multiple explosive plays. I don't know, four or five runs over 50 yards, whatever it is. I mean, you know, to get 200 yards rushing on, you know, a handful of plays is. Like that changes your numbers pretty significantly. Um, they've done a great job running the ball on second and long, second and seven plus. They've averaging like ten yards a carry, which is you know unheard of, um, or pretty mon- pretty unheard of. So they've they've done a great job in that area. Their backs have you know taken some short, short runs, turned them into long runs with good running, poor tackling, however you want to look at it, um, which is always a factor in the running game. Is the running back and the yards he makes after contact. But they've also created a lot of the yards by by blocking until the runner even gets to the first guy. So they've done a good job both. But they have a good complimentary game. If you're stopping one run, then they have a another run that complements that and vice versa. So they do a good job of, um, let's say, keeping the defense balanced. And, and their tackles do a good job on, you know, the double team blocks. You know, Decker and uh, Sewell, they do a good job of, you know, creating space in the in the off tackle areas, and the, and the backs are good backs. It's not like Baltimore where the quarterbacks gain a lot of yardage, but I mean, if you look at the receivers, they've got uh, they got about 100 yards too, right? Between um, St. Brown and and um, and um, Reynolds, right? Thank you. Um, so, I mean, so there's there's another you know some other bonus yardage that's coming on there that you know. You got to defend. So, is Hawkinson like in line as much as he is split out, or is he sort of more of a? He's, a, he's in line quite a bit. Yeah, but he's in line most of the time, honestly. Other than when they, you know, get into four open spread passing two minute situations. But they, you know, they're one of the highest percentage teams in the league of you know with Nelson on their jumbo package. Um, the extra offensive lineman there probably use as much as any team in the league. Bill, what uh, through lines do you see from any of uh, Ben Johnson's work now as the offensive coordinator, obviously from his previous stops? You know, he was with Matt before that in Detroit and then in Miami. Yeah, we're really just focused on what, what they're doing here. So, again, there's a combination of people there, factors. I don't really know, you know, Coach Campbell and Coach Johnson, you know, Deuce Staley, Fraley. I mean, there's a lot of experienced coaches on that staff. And how exactly it all comes together, you have to talk to them about that. I don't know. Bill, for the second straight week, you're playing a team that you rarely face. And I know that's going to mean more preparation. Do you enjoy playing these teams from the NFC? Is that sort of a different challenge for you than playing all the teams you normally would face? 
Every week's a challenge in the NFL, so they're all they're all challenges. There was one last week. There'll be one next week. There was one two weeks before that. So they're they're all challenges. All teams are good teams. All teams have good coaches. They all have good players. You know, so you have to take each one individually and take a look at your matchup against that team, the individual players, the schemes, situational football as that team handles it. Just probably, you know, unique in its own way. I mean, it's it's different every week. How different does this Lions offense look from last year um, to this year now that it's been? Yeah, we didn't play them last year. I mean, did you guys look at the film and all that? Just as yeah, as we have, but it's a different. Yeah, I think it's a different. It's, you know, again, we've seen last year. We've focused more on what they've done this year, which is obviously at a league leading level in almost every category. So with the success they're having this year, I would say that we're not too focused on what they did last year. We looked at it in the offseason, but I mean, they've had so much production this year through four games. I, I can't imagine they'd want to go too far away from what they've been so successful with. So that's primarily what we're looking at. Was it surprising to you to see just from last week's game against the Seahawks, without St. Brown, without Swift, they still put up 45 points or two leading offensive players. Again, it's an explosive team that had a lot of big plays. Bill, yeah. Bill it looks like Michael Lennon has been doing a really good job at right guard. I know he played that spot in the past. What do you think has enabled him to, I guess, you know, do so well in a more pertinent role? He's done a good job for us there since he's been here. You know, we've used him at, at both spots, at, at left guard uh, and then also at right tackle. But I mean, he's been a good player for us really at every spot. He's smart, he's strong, he moves well, plus good balance, sees the game well, stuns, games, linebackers, makes a lot of good decisions, as you have to at that position. A lot of things happen in there, you know, and, and working together with the other center and guard, or the other guard and center, the Andrews and, and uh, Cole, like the things that those guys have to see. Majority of the time, a tackle's blocked the defensive ends. I mean, that's probably 90% of the game, every game for every team. So it's the inside guys that have more more combinations, more things to deal with, more, you know, other than backside of plays. And obviously in a backside of plays, that's different for the backside tackle. But anything at the point of attack or in the passing game, majority of the time they're blocking one guy. Bill, well, within I'm the assuming collaborative. that um, Bailey Zappi hasn't gotten the bulk of the snaps and everyone is healthy. Um, even last week with Brian Hoyer uh, practicing, he probably didn't get the bulk of the snaps. I'm just curious, how much improvement have you seen out of Zappi this week? Um, well, as you said, he's gotten a lot more snaps, um, you know, which is always a good thing for a quarterback and timing and communication. So. It's, Definitely making progress um, with more experience and more opportunity. Yeah, and I mean, I couldn't put a percentage on it, but. Sorry to interrupt you. How um, tough of a, a loss is it for you guys to have Brian Hoyer on injured reserve? Yeah, well, again, that's one of the unfortunate parts of the game, but unfortunately part of the game. Like every team has players on IR, and I feel badly for Brian. Um, we'll see how he comes along. Appreciation for the history of the league. Throwing back with the retros. I know you've done it before. It's been quite some time. When you see that at the Patriot, though, who are some of the names that come to your mind? 
Yeah. All the ones from the you know, the seventies and uh, I don't know how long did that go. Was it nice? Yeah. So, and I'm obviously some of the guys in the '80s, you know, like Tip and guys like that. So, um, yeah. I mean, it's you know, it's a colorful uniform, colorful uh, helmet. Um, but honestly, we need to worry more about how we perform against the Lions and worry about the jerseys and helmets. Let somebody else worry about that. Bill, within the collaborative setup you have on offense, what value has Evan Rothstein brought? Yeah, Evan's, um, you know, done some of the things that Ernie did. Um, you know, has a very good understanding of situational football and, and um, you know, organization of you know, various things that we need to do as a staff. So he's been a good, good addition. It's helped a lot of us in a lot of different ways. So there's a lot of hats. Has Mac Jones improved? Yeah, for sure. He's a lot closer than he was last Friday. You know, see how it goes. You referred to Bourne uh, the other day, I think, as as good a special teams player uh, maybe that you'll face this year. Absolutely. He is, absolutely. You, you, guys, you had guys like that, Izzo, Matthew, all these years. Uh, with a player like that on special teams, a, a non-returning role, so to speak, um, how does he uh, force you to allocate extra resources or how do you game plan for a guy like that? How difficult is it? Yeah, it's a very hard guy to match up against. He's bigger than the players you referenced. Um, so he's a, it's, a, it's a size matchup's a problem uh, for the, the faster, lighter guys, and speed matchup's a power uh, matchup. It's a hard matchup for the bigger guys who don't run as well as he does. So you know he has a great combination of size, speed, as well as experience, instincts, techniques. I mean, so it's you know all of the above. You know, really, no weaknesses in the player. Um, yeah, you gotta, you gotta figure out how to deal with them. Um, and he's seen everything, you know, he's seen everything, but it's different than dealing with just a big size player or just a speed player, you know, at whatever he is, two and a quarter or two, whatever it is, he plays at least all that. If not, I mean, it looks like he's more like 245 out there to tell you the truth, but I don't think he weighs that much, but he's a thumper. Um, he's a very physical player. He runs well. Very instinctive, so it's no matter who's on him, it's a, it's a tough matchup, um, you know. And if you start double teaming, then then everybody else is singled, and you know you might solve one problem, you might create you know multiple other ones too. So you, know, you have to figure out how to handle it. But you know, he creates a lot of problems, and then it all kind of rolls downhill from there. Sorry, do you have an idea who's going to be your starting quarterback on Sunday? Yeah, we'll see. Last question. As, as you're potentially, you know, as you're getting Bailey ready to potentially play this weekend, mm -hmm. is the is the building of the game plan process, is it more of a winnowing down of the offense from what you guys have been working on for a few months here, or is there sort of an addition process happening where you're trying to make him as comfortable as possible? I know you've said in the past, you know, you're trying to accentuate whatever quarterback skills that you have out there on the field. Yeah. I don't really look at it that way, Phil. So I don't, you know, I just, I just don't believe in taking last week's game plan and building last week's, this week's game plan off of last week's game plan. Like, I just don't believe in that. So that's, I would never do that.
I would take what our the breadth of whatever it is we have and say, okay, how does that fit into the opponent that we're playing and the players that we're playing with and build upwards from there rather than here's all the plays we ran, whatever, and whittle those down. I don't even know if those are even any good this week. I mean, I don't know. So that's just not the way I would do it. I would build it up to whatever point you think gives your team the best chance to win, whether that's on offense, defense, or special teams. That's the way I would look at it. So I, I'm coming from the other direction. If that makes any sense. All right. Okay.